Well, uh, our next guest, we originally spoke with uh, Marcella back in April 2006, and uh, Marcella had been uh, dealing with MS, and I've asked her to come on my show a few times since, and she said, yeah, no, no, not, not really, no thanks, yeah, I don't, I don't really like you anymore, Drew. <laughs> and I just got told to shut up. Marcello, welcome back. Can you believe it's been five years? I can't. Five years. Where did that go? I don't know. You've been all over the world since then. I've been to a few places. Yeah. You traveled more than I have. Yeah. What's up with that? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Thank you. You need to travel more. True. (laughs) True. I do. Yes, I do. Um... I'm going to admit something in the safety of uh, the public, in the safety of Tim being here. I would never say something this creepy to you privately, but I'm going to say it publicly. Okay. I'm totally in love with you. <sighs> I, you, for some reason, you have, you have, you have not left my brain. And I've interviewed a lot of people since you were on this show, mm-hmm. and I don't remember half of them, but I can't get you out of my brain. That's not good. <laughs> well, I think it's okay. It's okay. So let me let me uh, let's go back five years ago. Yeah. Two thousand. Do you realize it was April twenty ninth, two thousand and six? It was almost exactly five years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know. And you came here into the studio. Do you remember how we found each other? Do you remember how that happened originally? That girl called. Or she wrote. What girl? Was she involved in some organization or? No, I think she worked for another company and she just wrote in and said, I think you should interview this girl. Was it, did this have to do with your website, Endured? Yeah. Right. Are you still doing stuff on your website? I am. Well, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think it was endured.com. Yeah. Right? And it was basically chronicling your story, your life, and yeah, this brave woman battling MS. Not that brave. I knew you were going to say that. You default to that so quickly. Uh. Why are you so uncomfortable with people seeing you as brave or... I guess, a, a, I mean, you're, you're a survivor. You're a fighter. Yeah, I guess. Um, why am I uncomfortable with it? Because it implies that I'm, I'm doing it well. Hmm. I'm not. I'm miserable most days. Hmm. Miserable most days does not paint a nice, rosy picture, does it? No. But it's accurate. 
see, that's the other reason I've wanted to have you on the show time and time again since 2006 is because when you were here last time, you said it like it is. You don't candy coat things. You don't paint with a little fluffy brush. Well, there's no point. What are you painting for? (laughs) (laughs) You're so cheeky. True. What's happened in the last five years? T- tell me a couple. Of, let's start with some positive stuff. What? Tell me something, something good. Well, I was dating this guy who I loved, and I still love. But um, I guess that's a good. That's a good thing. That's as good as a cat. (laughs) Are you still dating? No. Okay. So if you still love him... Now, look, when you and I talked last time, one of the reasons you didn't want to come on is because you didn't want to talk about all this love stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you started it. You just started talking about it. Well, you asked me a question. I didn't know how it lost. So that's a that was a beautiful thing to love and be loved. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You you're waiting. There's some silence. I'm not rushing in. You want me to fill it, but I've got <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I recognize the silence. Mm -hmm. This is me leading you into something that you may not want to go into. Did you you not fly over to visit him, I think, didn't you? Yes, I did. Good. England, was it? Yeah. Good memory. Yeah. I got kind of protective when I heard about this guy. I was like, okay, who is this guy? Uh, You need to run these kind of guys. You need to run any guy by me. Okay. Okay? Just saying. Okay. <laughs> um, what about the treatment stuff that you finished doing a little while ago? I went to Poland to um, get this treatment. So far, it's backfired. Oh. Well, so far, I'm just... I'm off all my meds, so that's good, but I'm shaky and weak. You know, I haven't been able to cry in months. You're going to make me today. I'm sorry. It's not my intent. You should be. (laughs) (laughs) So frustrated, obviously, because your hopes were that the trip to Poland would result in better stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I got back and I went to um, this one place where they um, looked over my... I'm sorry, I'm apologizing now. I keep forgetting my words. And we'll try doing a four-hour radio show. 
Well, your your hopes going over to Poland was that this procedure would have helped drastically, I would imagine. Yeah. And you say it's backfired. There's been no improvement whatsoever? Um, there's been a little. Okay. And I think originally when I got back, they said it could be uh, 18 months before you see an improvement. 18 months is a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's only been five. But you had to come off certain medications in order for this procedure to go I down? I didn't have to. Um, most of them I just got off, except this one drug. What It was called 4-AP. 4-AP. And the doctor would just write me off as stupid. Why? Well, I sound like an idiot. Really? Don't I? No. Are you finished with that stuff? Um, well, it was, um, a potassium blocker. Okay. And I asked a neurologist recently, why does potassium need to be blocked? And she said, I don't know. Oh, great. Yeah. Now who sounds like the idiot? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're different than the last time I saw you. I hope I wasn't like this. Nope. Is it, with you coming here today, knowing that I haven't seen you in five years and knowing that you uh, would present differently, does that, did that play in your mind? Do you get nervous about that? Do you go, oh, you know, he's going to notice a difference from five years? Like, what, what goes through your mind? Because I was wondering. I you sounded different when I talked to you on the phone. I don't know. Like, I haven't really thought of that. Good. No, because there are people that see you day in and day out, and yeah. the change would be incremental for them. Yeah. But, Marcella, the the change is diff It's bigger for me. Yeah. Well, it would be huge. Just, I, I think of how I look in comparison... I sound. Yeah, your speech is different. Your look isn't that much different aside from uh, control of, of body. Yeah, hey, I look good. You, uh, that's you exactly, can do exactly. You can't change that. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> so funny. I remember the first Christmas banquet I had for my uh, my staff and my advertisers and my partners anybody involved with the Drew Marshall show and we held it up at Teen Ranch yeah. and the first person that I wanted to be sort of the, not the speaker but I sort of interview people at, at Christmas banquets mm -hmm. uh, the first person I wanted uh, there was you and so you came well thank you do you remember that of course uh, who who came with you Cindy. Okay. All right. It was a snowy day. 
Yeah. And I here's what I remember, and I don't want to embarrass you by at all, but this is what I remember. I remember you being so matter of fact and so and I guess this is just the way life has to be with you right now, but for me, I was so impressed that you were able to say to me, um, I need to go to the bathroom and you're gonna have to carry me. Ah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but it was like it was just yeah, that's well, the way it's down a flight of yeah. stairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way I'm gonna get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um God. Yeah. Do you like him? I love him. He's a God. And I have a lot of questions for him. Don't misunderstand me. I had a lot of questions. But I know that, you know, I, I don't think I'll be able to ask any of them. I think I'll just stand there and be like, just dumbfounded. Weepy. Yeah, like... You'll be able to cry then. Oh, yeah. wait, oh, wait, there's not supposed to be any tears in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the obvious question is, obviously you've prayed, dear God, please help me. Dear yeah. God, please help make this surgery, do what it's supposed to do. Dear God, I'd like to find love. Uh, dear God, you know what I mean? Here's the yeah. list of just, just I would think, reasonable prayer requests. Yeah. How's that gone? Not well. God is kind of... Either there's a really big surprise for me at the end of all of this, or... Well, that's the only only kind of final you can see hmm. if he wants me to be happy okay I would like to uh, ask you some advice for me yep. you ready I know every woman has advice so I'm going to ask you for some okay you ready I'm always ready. <laughs> From September to December, I asked some pretty famous and important and, and uh, smart people about my crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. I came to a point where I was no longer convinced that there's a God. It doesn't mean I don't believe there's a God, but I was just not convinced. I wasn't certain. Uh-huh. And here you are, having going th- or gone through what you've gone through. Having, uh, I mean, you're you're battling MS, mm-hmm. and and MS seems to be winning, and God's answers to your prayers seem to be missing, and yet you are still sitting there going, God is good, and God is God, and God is there. So, yeah. so what do you say to a little suck like me? who hasn't gone through the kind of stuff that you're going through, and yet I'm sitting here going, I'm I'm not convinced. Well, I'm going to need a few fists. Really? Yeah, I'm, a few backhands. You just want to give me one of those, do you? Yeah, you don't really... <laughs> These two of us. 
<laughs> Tim, you be quiet over there. You don't have a microphone. I pulled this over here on purpose. <laughs> what do you say to me? I just... I don't know what to say, but be quiet and suck it up. <laughs> I don't think he needs a microphone. <laughs> I think he's having eye problems. Yeah, yeah. Um... You and I talked a little bit about this last time because I have struggled spiritually for a long time, even five years ago when you and I were talking. Yeah. And I think you said actually something very similar five years ago, suck it up, princess, or something like that. Uh. And and I I uh, I marvel, and I don't use that word very often because it just sounds weird, but I do. I marvel at you uh, and people like you, and I don't mean that in a weird kind of way. I just mean people who are... Who are really battling daily against against heavy odds and struggles and loneliness and physical ailments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and yet mm. they are able to look upwards and and smile at God. Yeah, you just you kind of have no choice but to just. Standing off him, and yeah, I don't understand why he, he Doctor Michael Brown. Have you heard of him? You've told me about that name before. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Over the phone. Um. Well, I've learned something recently of listening to his um. As a whole series on being sick and how do people deal with that and something I learned recently was that because for so many years I thought God allowed me to be, be sick God does not allow that he he doesn't allow it. Um, why are, then? Why are you sick? Why do you have MS? Because Satan wanted me sick, and he he fights for me to be sick. And but isn't God stronger than Satan? And if you're worshiping God, shouldn't God beat up Satan and say, "Okay, she's not sick anymore." Absolutely, and in God's time, he'll do that. God will win in the end, and I will win, but it's going to take some time, and I have to deal with it. Okay, in order to grasp what you're saying, in order to grasp how deep the hope is in what you're saying, uh-huh. I think it's important, well, at least for my brain, to figure out what life is like for you right now. Because I don't, I don't think we're going to really grasp how deep your hope is until we understand 
how crappy things are for you. You said earlier in this in this interview that most days you're miserable. Yeah. How can I not be? How can I be anything but miserable? So what's can I don't want to get too personal, but help me understand what a typical day is, March. Well, right now I'm spending a lot of time in bed trying to sleep. I get up a few times and sit at my computer, and then I get frustrated, frustrated, and I sit back down, lie back down, and go back to bed. Why do you get frustrated? Because, well, I can't see the keyboard, for instance. So your eyesight is not good, obviously. No, and it's it's like with with my glasses, they're great. Well, you're frustrated sitting at the computer because your eyesight isn't that good, so then you, you lay down again. And I was just asking... It, so your eyesight has changed, obviously? It, it, the vision yeah. has gotten worse? It actually hasn't changed. You've always had bad eyesight? No, not always. But I went recently to the eye doctor. And I, th- I think from five years ago, my eyes have been worse. Worsened at all. Okay. What about your breathing? Is that a struggle for you sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. What's the most frustrating thing for you? Is it the shaking or the... The shaking is a problem. My choking is a piss off. Can I say you know what? You can say whatever you want. As a matter of fact, I think that's a good name for a poem for you. My choking is a piss off. <laughs> There's a poem I won't write. No, you're not going to write that one? Okay. No. So that must be scary? Choking? Yeah. So many times. Well, no one my mom isn't there beside me to help me eat. I don't. I don't drink until she's there beside me. Just in case. Yeah, just even to lift the drink to my mouth. Because otherwise... Even if I get it picked up, it'll shake everywhere. Right. Okay. Uh, Let me just fill in our listeners, because someone might have just tuned in and said, what's going on here? Uh, You're listening to the Drew Marshall Show, and we are in the studio with my friend, Marcella Cross, who I used to call Marcella. (laughs) And Marcella was a guest on our show five years ago, and one of the reasons she was here is because she was battling with MS, and five years later she's still battling and has gone through, I don't know, have you gone through hell? Absolutely. 
right now is big as hell. Is this the worst it's been? Yeah. Because I can't... I can't speak. I can't really read. Like my monitor is on the lowest resolution. So big, big uh, fonts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, let me let me understand this again. You you can't type. You you've always been a very passionate communicator. Uh, hence the the your stories and the poems and the website and and even last time you were on our show the way you said things was so eloquent that it burned into my head enough so that I wanted you to be our guest at the at the first Christmas banquet we had. So you are a passionate communicator, but you can't correct me if I'm wrong. You can't type because of the shaking. That you can't maneuver your hands or can't type very easily. That's for sure. No, and but I can't see. Can't see. The vision is a problem. The the keys that I'm I want to. It'll take me forever to write my name. My name. Right. And speaking is now probably very frustrating for you, and you've apologized countless times uh, to me over the phone and here in the on the show, and and you can sense the frustration in you. So as a communicator, I mean. You're st- uh, the, how do I say this without sounding like an absolute moron? You're still the same person inside, right, Marcella? You, you're not any different. Absolutely. I haven't changed. I'm the same on the outside. On the inside. But on the outside, I'm very different. Does it feel like you're being more and more trapped that's a good word I don't think I've used it before I'm trapped absolutely and along with being trapped I can imagine there's a variety of emotions we've talked about them already so there's anger sometimes and there's frustration and there's certainly loneliness mm-hmm. but uh, you have got a pretty amazing family yeah although my mom is amazing but I so much of her and there's so much that she has has to do for me and you feel like you're being a burden absolutely and I would probably Commit. What's the word? <laughs> Every time we hear the word, I would probably commit. What the next word I think is suicide. Are you saying suicide? Yeah. But I don't even think I can do that. 
very well. Is this the first time that you've heard her say that? You've heard her say that before? I'm looking at her sisters over here. Juliana and Vittoria, without the C. Do you mind if I ask Juliana a question? No. Can we talk about you behind your back? Me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come on over. Juliana, you're one of how many sisters? Uh, four. Marcella's the oldest, and then me, okay. and then we have some rugrats. <laughs> right, looking over to Victoria. I just asked you if that's the first time you've heard her say I mean, your sister just said I would probably commit suicide, except I, I would, wouldn't really be able to do it that mm-hmm. effectively or whatever. Yeah. And that, and that's not the first time you've heard her say that? No, no, absolutely not. Because um, I was looking at you for a reaction, because if mm-hmm. that was the first time, there would be a reaction, mm-hmm. would there not? There is a reaction. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you hear something like that. That's extremely, extremely painful. Um, but I, um, I, I've, I've stopped trying to pretend to understand what her life is like. You know, I, I can understand what it's like to be the sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's your role. Yeah, but I, um, I have no, no clue what it's like to be in her shoes. And um, if that's how she feels, she's absolutely entitled to it. Do you feel helpless? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I try and do as much as I can, and then sometimes I just feel like it's I'm I'm falling really, really short. Do, do you ever feel, uh, Juliana? Do you ever feel guilty for for these thoughts? Because I know they've come into your head. M- maybe they haven't, but I'm I'm okay. pretty sure they have. When the thought comes into your head, what about me? Mm-hmm. What about Juliana? Like I I. I've got my own life, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know I'm supposed to help, and I'm supposed to be there, and I'm supposed to. Care. I'm the next oldest, and mm-hmm. responsibility, and and maybe help mom a little more and mm-hmm. take the load off her. But what about me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm I'm married, and I have a son. Uh, he's just over a year, and I definitely struggle to balance because I there's there's just like my mom doesn't have enough manpower right mm. to to be there all the time and my sisters and I encourage them to have lives um my youngest sister who's here has just started university and you know that's a that's a big struggle for your first year and um and she's got a lot on her plate um I try and be everything that I can be to everyone <laughs> and I've really improved my relationships with all of my family members cuz it's a it's a very vibrant italian family and oh, there's a bit of emotion here uh, and there absolutely <laughs> absolutely some some uh some loudness uh-huh. <laughs> and stuff, yeah. but um, but honestly, um, like Marcella, like she and I have had our hard times too, right? Like she is a she's a tough cookie. She is hard to deal with. Is she stubborn? Uh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> to say it mildly. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, like you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> yeah, if you do something for her and you don't do it well, she tells you. Good. Um, and that can be that can be frustrating, right? Because you're trying, yeah, um, and you feel helpless too. Right. And then she's telling you you're doing it wrong. Um, but you know, we we all have to remember all of the people in her life that um, that's like a very very small fraction of the frustration that she she feels. Well, I don't. Again, when you don't know the family and you don't know the person, and you're on mm-hmm. a radio show and you say something like I'm about to say, it can just sound so trite and so made up and so so bleh, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, Marcella has said some really, really wonderful things to me um, over the years, and honestly, that's made it all worth it. Um, uh, not too long ago, she said to me that um, she couldn't have built me better if she tried herself. And, um, sorry. <laughs> like, she's my older sister, and it doesn't matter if she's in a wheelchair or if she's bedridden um, or if she's literally, you know, trapped inside of her body and can't say another word. She is my older sister, and I always want her approval. And, um, and she means the world to me. And I just wish that, I wish that there was a way that the rest of the world could see this amazing creativity and power and strength that she has. Mm. And that's what the disease robs her of, mm. the ability for the rest of the world to know her. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. You got me crying. Yeah, <laughs> I tricked you all, didn't I? <laughs> Very charismatic of you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for for uh, speaking into that situation because I got to be honest, Martella. When you said I would commit, and then you struggled with the word suicide, I mean, my brain was thinking, is she going to say I would commit suicide? Is she really saying this? And immediately, I looked over at your sisters, and you know, I mean, look, you guys deal with this day in day out, and yeah. you know, I'm kind of new. And for, wow, I just ah, mm-hmm. and and yet, Martella, I have thought myself. I've said this publicly. Well, let, let me, uh, Julianne, we'll get you to sit down again because yeah. I don't want you standing there yeah, the whole time. Uh, I, I have said this publicly. I don't know what um, if I if I would want life to continue. If I f- started to feel more and more trapped, and so I think at the at the core of all this, we understand, but we'll never understand. You shouldn't want to understand because it's hell. It's hell on earth. Well, final word comes from you on my Easter show. And... I don't know what you'd say. What do you what do you say? What do you say to to everyone out there as Easter comes up tomorrow and they're they're going to be with family, there's issues, there might be conflict. They, they, I don't know, spiritually, what well, I say anything you want to say, Marcella. Um well, you know, I actually was at church yesterday and we were praising Jesus and I was thinking of being in his presence and all the excitement that we, we were trying to think of a word. Experiencing? Yeah. 
I can't compare to being in his pres presence and to, to anybody, anybody out there who you were saying, well, even when I think of Jesus, Jesus on... And he was put to death. I think. Think of how he dealt with it. Hmm. I think. Automatically, you think. Well, he must. Must have known it, it would be over. I guess he did. But at the same time, what, what we're going through. When you forget exactly your sentence, which I did, it's official. Even when you don't make sense, you still make sense. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Uh. It is kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Marcella? Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. I know it was a huge effort to get here today. I know it was. I'm very, very thankful. And happy Easter. Same to you. Do you want me to tell anyone about the website or just... Um, it's the same as what you said. Endured.com. Yeah. So could people send you a little note through that? Absolutely. Okay. Endured.com. E-N-D-U-R-E-D. Endured.com is the website. If you want to send Marcella a note, uh, you can go to our website as well. Send me an email, and I will send that along to her or read it over the phone to her. Um... I just really love you. Mm. Thank you for tuning in today, folks. It's been a special day for me. I hope it has been for you. And uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. <laughs>